0: I invite you to plant your feet on the earth, slow down, tune in, and get ready to create a life of meaning and magic. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Wellpreneur podcast. My name's Charlie and I'm your host this week. This week, we're talking about how important and powerful it is in your business to bring your authentic self to work. And to kick off this discussion, I wanted to share with you a post that was put in the Wellpreneur community on Facebook a while ago, where an experienced Wellpreneur shared their target market journey over the years since they'd started their business. She did this to inspire new wellness entrepreneurs who are struggling to find their niche. So here's what she said. In 2014, her target market was women. I can help anyone and everyone focusing on helping them cook from scratch on a regular basis. In 2015, she moved on to women with thyroid disorders because as she said, been there, done that, supported myself with food and lifestyle choices. In 2016, she moved on to women in perimenopause because I was going through that myself. And in 2018, she was helping women in burnout because she was burning out. And in 2019, she focused on women burning out in mission driven fields because I spent 20 plus years in nonprofit work and knew their particular stresses inside and out from my grant writing experience. I figured out a way to fund scholarships for these women who were pretty unlikely to seek out a health coach. Bingo. It felt like I was coming home. I love this post because it shows you how your business is a journey and how her target market evolved as her business and experience did. But also what it shows is that when she landed on her current niche, it was bingo, like coming home. And I think that's what it's like when you're truly bringing your authentic self to your business. She knew and understood her target market better than anyone and had truly nailed her niche through going on this journey with her business. So joining me in this discussion today is someone who has had her own journey with her business and target market and found herself in a place where she can more authentically engage with her target market and have far more success with her marketing as a result. Samantha Kellgreen is founder of Simply Well Coaching, a certified health and mindset coach in Chicago. She helps women slow down so they can ditch stress without guilt and find balance, joy and confidence. She loves guiding women in building healthier habits to live with less stress and more energy. So welcome to the show, Samantha.
1: Hi, thanks for having me. And really and now I'm in Asheville. I was in Chicago when I started and Ash. have since moved to Asheville. Yeah, no, it's and it, honestly, it's um it's all part of the story too. So, that's why I wanted to say that because it's it's such a big change. Right. <laughs> wow. good. Well, we want to hear this story. So, yes, tell me how you found
0: your your way to being a health and wellness coach so, to to begin oh, with. God. And then <laughs> and then I'd love to kind of delve into this kind of challenge around authenticity and and how we can
1: be more authentic in our work. So yes. Yeah. Oh, and so much of that story was like my own. (laughs) So I know, I feel like so many coaches kind of go in that path of being tugged in different directions. So for me, I started with personal training and I was a run coach as well. I enjoyed running. Um, just like who you're talking about. I was in nonprofit before that. And I really got into it because I wanted, I, I liked that way of connecting with, with women specifically over whether it be exercise or just health. Um, my friends and stuff would come to me with what workouts are you doing? What recipe advice, stuff like that. So I was like, oh, this is you know an area I can expand on. This is something I really like doing. I would write them emails with links to my favorite recipes and, and sum it up and get, you know, I, I like spending time doing that. And I found out health coaching was a thing. <laughs> like I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't, you know, this was probably 2014, 2015 and I didn't know what direction to go. So I got my personal training certification um, as a prereq for health coaching, but then got more into personal training and started run coaching as well. So I had my health coaching certification, but it was kind of on the back burner. And then when I decided I wanted to go for it and do more of the health coaching, I came to it from a client perspective of who I was seeing with personal training, which was weight loss Mm-hmm. which was how to increase healthy habits, which was not my story. It's nothing for me to stick to a workout routine. Right. I love it. I love running. It like doesn't matter. I don't need any tips or tricks. I can just do it. So while I could help the women I was helping with in terms of personal training, that wasn't exactly my person. Right. But you you knew it was where you you were told that's where
0: the market is. That's what you, that's that's where you've got most chance of building a business. If you
1: focus on the people with the Mm -hmm. the problem, weight loss, yeah right? Weight loss. And, and it's not even like you hear a lot of people doing that, but that's what you see everywhere. That's what's all over Pinterest. That's what tips and How to get healthy, how to maintain healthy habits. And it's not like there's anything wrong with that, but that was not me. And that was not who I excel in working at but I was way too afraid for years to shift out of that. And so I never said weight loss. I would say, you know, how their habits are more sustainable. Um, But then I was like, do people want weight loss? Do I just focus on that? And just all this drama, you know, I just came out of the womb with niche drama. I feel like (laughs) on who am I here to help? And you're so not alone, though. I mean, we see it so much. Yes, at, 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 so well Everybody's like, I need my niche. I need to find my niche. What is it? And yeah. And you can't fake it. You can't yeah. just pull it out of thin air. But it does need to be you need to know who you want to work with. And I think very early on, it was I don't know who I need who I'm meant to work with. You don't know until trial and error. Yeah. And then during that time, you're just trying to work with anyone. So you can figure that out, which is OK. That's OK. Yeah.
0: And that's Um, why I loved that post at the beginning, but because it it really showed how somebody had done a little bit of trial and error and then they'd landed on their bullseye and were just like, this felt like coming home because it it made running my business easier because I was being,
1: I feel like it's, like when we're told at 18 to pick what we want to major in, yeah. how are we supposed to know? And now you feel like if someone picked what they want to do when they're 18 and that is what they do for a living now in their like 30s, 40s, you're like, wow, that's crazy. That would be like your first niche, like nailing it the first go. Yeah. It's very rare, I feel like. Um, but you know, you know, saying how I was very into how quote unquote health and fitness, I got to the point where I was just I was too into, I was too fit. I lost my period. I didn't know it until I went off the pill. Right, And so realizing, oh my God, like, am I too obsessive with staying on? And it wasn't even just weight loss or weight maintenance. It was um, staying, hitting those goals, hitting, this is my goal to run. I'm going to hit these goals. This is my goal for calories. I'm going to hit these goals. Um, And that carries over into career. And I realized like, once I started talking about that a little more, which again, took me years to do, um, I kind of had to go through that process for myself of uncovering how I could tick in this world and how I could have this outlook on life that allowed me to not burn to the ground and and have such a high stress level that my cycle goes away and to be okay with relaxing that there's no way I'm the only one that is struggling with this. And when I start posting about that more, then I'm getting people, you know, I'm going on podcasts talking about it, and then I'm getting people, um, respond to me, Oh my God, that that's me. And I like talking to them about it because we were speaking the same language. I was not speaking the same language as someone that needed tips for how to fit a workout into their day. I needed <laughs> the language that I spoke was helping women say, it's okay if you don't fit that workout in. It's okay if you don't hit that income goal. It's okay if you don't nail your niche <laughs> in the first go. That you didn't fail. It doesn't need to be perfect. How can you enjoy, I hate even the term enjoy the journey, but how can you bring some level of of comfort and satisfaction in to getting to where you want to go? And once I started talking about that, I found I had a million things I could talk about. And I could go on about it forever. And I got excited talking to women that would come to me with these issues. Um, You know, I just started with a new client this week. And I know she is perfect for me because I have defined more so for myself who, what their problems are and who I take with and what topics can I say, oh my God, yes, I understand. And here's how to get out of that. And that has helped so much, and so that's why I say you know it's still health because I feel like it's more whole body health. Um, but so much of it is is our mindset, um, and that's where I am now. I mean, I say you know I help I help Type A women like I save them from burnout. <laughs> um, I help them not be so hard on themselves, and that is totally the opposite. I was about to say that is that is yeah quite a totally shift isn't it? That's like yeah mm-hmm. trying to get people mm-hmm. to be motivated to work out to uh, actually yeah, yes the opposite it is the opposite but i i know it's for me when i know that i am excited to talk to these women when our session comes up i am looking forward to it i am you know hearing podcasts that i would just already listen to and say oh my god i need to send that to her that's exactly what we're talking about and it's not like oh i need to go research that and find something to send her it's the opposite it's i just heard this great podcast last week i read this post 2 weeks ago totally is online with what we're talking about. Let me send it to you because it's this shared interest because it's this shared understanding mm. and no longer trying to become the, the expert in something that I think I should be an expert on. And it's just a completely different feel. Yeah. And I think that's what we talk about when we talk about marketing, feeling easier
0: and more in flow because yeah, you sharing a podcast with with your audience and, and that is effectively doing a bit of marketing and yeah, it feels easier if it's just you're not having to go off and hunt and create stuff and actually you're just sharing stuff that you love. You're being genuinely valuable Mm -hmm. and useful to your audience and and just sharing stuff that you love listening to as well. So yeah, Yeah. it's awesome. It's such a shift. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So in terms of what that's meant for your business, in terms of your ability to kind of focus, like this is like, you now have a very, very clear focus in terms of Mm in terms of your target market? And you talked earlier about people coming to you. Have you found that as you are more clearly in this space, people are coming to you more than you having to go and find clients? Um,
1: I think it's definitely more 50-50. Um, and that's a lot of it is I want to be proactive, you yeah. know, as much as I can, can find people. However, with being on more podcasts, with my website being more aligned with, defining exactly who I help. You know, I always ask, how did you find me? Often it's a podcast. Sometimes it's searching for a coach and they will read my copy, mm-hmm. which I worked with a copywriter on because I was like, I've got all these, this idea of this person and it's, you know, hard to get it on paper in a compelling way. She greatly helped me with that. Um, and they will read that and say, Oh, I, I, I want to be, what is the last woman's, it was amazing. She was like, you, you're just ahead of where I am now. You're where I want to be. Right. right? Yeah, yeah. And so if it was this weight loss thing, which is not me, I've never had a weight issue mm. and needing to lose weight. That's not my story. They're not going to see that on there yeah. because that's not me. And that's okay. That's someone else. Yeah. There's tons of coaches, but that is their thing. And excellent. But I don't need to be in that space. Yeah, <laughs> that's not my story. So I think that they find me through Google searches. They find me through podcasts, um, and I've got a Facebook group. And that I feel like when you say searching for clients, that's where I am proactive with that. Is finding women on face on Facebook to say, "Hey, come into my community." this is a great spot for you. And I know that because I know what I'm looking for. Yeah. Because I know what types of groups to go in where before it had just been a big question mark. Oh, I'm going in one weight loss group asking them to join another. No, I yeah. am going into groups for time management, for stress management, for productivity hacks, for overwhelmed moms. People have a lot going on and that are trying to find that calm. Yeah. I am that calm, but in a different way. I mean, I straight up tell them you don't need... More schedule hacks, you don't need <laughs> more to-do lists, you don't need more time management courses. What you need is to have less on your plate and to figure out what you actually want. And so it's coming at it from a different It's getting them the same result, mm. but a totally different approach yeah. that is that they aren't even looking for. And so that's where that proactive, I think, search comes in. But it has gotten much easier the past three clients I have signed have found me through searching. Yeah. I
0: love that, that you are going into these groups that are not going head up against your, you're offering a different solution. It feels like you're kind of, yeah, yeah. You're, you're in traditional marketing speak. We talk about your kind of share of voice. It's, it's almost like, yeah, you're, you're, you're finding your clear water there and just kind of going in and and not competing head on with other health
1: coaches as such. Um, or other, you're right. And it, it's, it's because it was my worry too. Oh, I need more. I need to be more structured with how I set my goals. And mm-hmm. I realized I was not as procrastinating doing that. And it was like, wait, why do I want to be more structured with my goals to get more done? Am I getting more done already without doing that? Yeah, I am. And it's less. That adds a stress for me. And I think these women that are more type A, more planner oriented. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I never want to say control freak, but we're control freaks. We like control. And we think the more we plan and the more we write down and the more we, you know, courses we do on time hacks, the easier life will be, but it adds the stress because then you're left with this, you know, weird amount of time. You're like, how, how do I make it the most efficient it can be? Yeah. And to get them away from that, the away from the drive to, I have to be highly efficient at all times to how can I enjoy my life? Because. I know they're efficient. I know they're going to get stuff done. That's not my worry. That's their worry. But (laughs) I help them show that it's not the worry because they're doing that and to help them take a break. So you're right. It's coming at it from a totally different approach. It's like they've got those time hacks. They've got their time management. And what they're missing is the rest piece. And they're scared to do it. Yeah. So I'm like, hi, (laughs) let me show you how it's not scary and how you can have both of these things. Yeah. But I love,
0: yeah. Obviously, it's from personal experience. But I love how much you know your target market, and you know, uh, you know. You said you work with a copywriter to get that real language, yeah. like clear in terms of getting them to kind of resonate with you and, and say, "That's me." I that that is, yeah. That's just like the number one thing that we teach at Wellpreneur in terms of marketing training, just to really get that language right, so that you can you can engage
1: with yeah. them in an authentic way. And it's hard to I think some of it, yes, comes from personal experience. But the biggest thing which I know you all teach is and help women do or people do is the market research of getting on the phone with people and you will see these reoccurring themes. And I'd always heard this, but I like didn't know who my people were. I had to have at least an idea of it. Mm -hmm to put it out there to know who to talk to instead of just talking to any random person or, Oh, this is kind of, I think what they might want. Let me talk to you, but it's no, I want to talk to driven women. And I put on my kind of marketing call who fear being lazy, who fear taking a rest, who feel guilty for relaxing. And I would get people, Hey, that's me. Yeah. And so there from there, I identified it. I mean, that was that, but asking them these questions, I keep hearing the same things. It's all or nothing thinking. It's a guilt. Is there something, what should I do with my time? I should be doing something better with my time. So I've got these themes that I can hit on. Um, Because before I did that, I think I was ahead of them. I was like, I know what their solution is. Let me go ahead and give that. But that's so far away. Like I said, they think they know what they need. Um, If I skip over that, part and just telling them this other way they're just going to ignore it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they've got to go through the journey themselves yeah right right but if I can connect with them hey are you feeling and I stopped using the words stressed because Mm. like one woman pointed out same for me she's like I didn't think I was stressed but I felt irritable I felt frustrated, like easily frustrated. I felt anxious and like, oh my God, you're right. They don't think they're stressed. They think they're on top of it. So starting to use those those words, you know, of are you tired of feeling like so irritable? Are you tired of being frustrated with your spouse and kids because you're so tightly wound? That they're like, yeah, I'm not stressed, but I'm those things. (laughs) And so to get them there, it just made such a difference to use, we hear it all the time, but to use the words, that they would use and to meet them hey what would a way out look like for you what would you be looking for so i can write those posts so i can use those words
0: i'd love to hear about your community uh because we have a lot of wellness entrepreneurs who who run communities themselves and have challenges and and successes with, with running it
1: how how is your community and what do you what do you do within your community Oh, that's great because before when I was doing like the healthier habits, I I started a Facebook group and it felt like a chore. Right. right? And it wasn't highly interactive. I'd get some likes and stuff. So I started this community mm, less than a year ago. Almost it was during COVID. It's like that's how our time blocks work, right? I was during COVID, but I keep revamping it more and more. And it's called Ambitious Women. So I've got my person, ambitious women, less hustle, more flow. Nice. And the great thing about that, my favorite thing is when I see these women in the group friending each other and supporting each other without me intervening at all. That's how I know That's when accessible. you know, yeah. When someone, yeah, post a question and people pile on and say, me too, or have you tried this? Read mm-hmm. the, whatever it is, it's not just me. I don't feel like, oh, I have, to. I like to respond, but I don't feel like, oh God, no one's going to respond. I have to it's not that at all. One of the things is to keep it easy for me is at the beginning of the week, I schedule the posts I want. I mean, if something pops up and I want to post it, I do, but I make sure that there's one to two things every single day going out, either a question prompt or a motivational kind of image that resonates with them, not just in general, but that resonates with them. They don't need the go, go, go. They need the, it's okay.
0: If you don't get a lot
1: done today, like that's what they need. (laughs) So something that aligns with that. And then I do free weekly. Like I do it today, free weekly live coaching. This has been huge. I have um, a Google form. So it's just, it just takes one question, right? I don't know who's asking the question. So it's totally anonymous, which as we know, if it's a sensitive topic, people don't want to have their name attached to, Hey, I'm, you know, having issues with my, Spouse, or something, or hey, like I'm really struggling here. It can be hard to do that. So, to have them be able to just enter a question on Tuesdays at two, I go through and I read the questions I have and I just give some coaching. And I always tell them, like, you know, this is just me coaching at you. This is not back and forth. If you want more, you know, here's where you can book a 30 minute consult. However, here are my thoughts on this and here's where I would start. So if they are not ready for coaching. Yeah. So the, yeah, I was about to say idea. this is your free community yeah. then. This is
0: not a paid mm-hmm. for community in any way. Totally free community. I and have so, maybe a question on a Google form though, because quite often yeah, easy, so. the healthy challenges, the health challenges, they are personal, aren't they?
1: They don't want to...
0: Be be out in public. They
1: feel, especially when we're talking about feeling guilty and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So they're able to, and I always say, I'm like, if you're joining live and you don't care what you, you can ask, and I'll answer it live. But if you want the anonymity, great. Go ahead and, and pop it in there. And it gives me no bias because I have no idea who's asking it. Yeah. So I'm not like, oh, she always, I have no idea who's asking it. Yeah. Um, and so it just gives me, it gives them an answer, but also the women in the community, if they're just watching, they can see how I think and they can see how I coach on things. Yeah. And it's not like it's a live coaching session, but they're going to see how I answer things in my viewpoint and standpoint. So it's so different than just reading my posts mm. and my, you know, Captions on Instagram or my website to see how, you know, coaching on the fly. Yeah. How I just approach a topic and what I suggest is shows them the type of coach I am. So they're going to, and if they leave the group because they don't like it, great. They weren't for me anyway. But if they're liking what I'm saying, it's just adding to that. Hey, if they have a problem, they're like, God, I wonder what she would say they can ask it or even get on a consult or even become a client. So it's been great for me too, just to get that practice of like coaching on the fly of I've got no context here. Let me just like go at this. Yeah, Brilliant. And it's under, under a year you've been doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so it's growing. I mean, I feel like, you know, ebbs and flows and what's been really helpful for me. I I started viewing my, um, not even my Instagram account, but my, you know, my mailing list, my email list of, if I get an unsubscribe, if someone leaves the group, I don't want to hang on to anyone if I'm not for them. What is the point of that? The point of that, I mean, it's to foster this community, but in the end, I would like to gain clients out of it. You know, that's why we have email lists, right? So if you don't like what I have to say, or if you're not having issues with this, then, then leave because that's, not yeah. the purpose of it exactly. you know
0: <laughs> i think so that's the problem Is that, becomes, switch that? yeah they become a little bit obsessed with the numbers in terms of the followers or, oh, or, or, so or, the, to... or the email subscribers but yeah i'd rather have some engaged people who actually become clients than, than thousands
1: and thousands of just freebie just go back to yeah. why are you doing it yeah. right exactly exactly if that's all they want then okay but if they're here for the long haul, you know, you want that engagement and someone that you are not for is not going to engage. So I don't really yeah. care if you're here anyway, you know? <laughs> and you said also you've been doing quite a few
0: podcasts because I'm, I'm really keen to hear about that in terms of how they worked for you as well, because it can be quite a battle for new health coaches to kind of get into podcasts and um, get them working for, for them. But I, I remember when you approached the work. work Approached Wellpreneur about podcasting. Your you really tailored your proposal, and I loved that because uh, you know it kind of really cut through and made us go, "Well, we can resonate with that. And That's definitely going to make a good a good kind of conversation." Um, and so, yeah, i be... me so happy to hear. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'd be
1: really curious as to kind of like, yeah, what what's been your strategy around podcasts in terms of pursuing clients? Yeah. So, I mean, for one, I've got a Trello board to track everything. Um, So when I'm going, there's some like yours, I've been listening to this for when I very first started, I've been listening to this for years. So this was my like, I'm just going to put it out there. (laughs) (laughs) There's others that, you know, I, when I start searching, so I use, you know, Apple, I'm on an iPhone, I will go on the podcast app and I will think, you know, I'm thinking of what's my ideal client listening to, you know, they want that productivity hack. They want, you know, what do they want? What are they into? and I will, I will go through, I'll find some that, that look good. If I've heard from, if I, if I regularly listen that starter, or then I'll look at the, um, related ones or whatever you you might also like, or whatever it says where I am now, I tend to look for ones that are like, I don't know, 30 to a hundred ratings or reviews. Yeah. This is Your number could be anything and it's going to vary on platforms, but that just gives me a gauge of, Hey, this is an established podcast, but they're not interviewing celebrities. (laughs) You know, like it's not like got 25,000 reviews. And is that huge? It's something I have a shot at. And that's where I start. And there's some, you know, big, I'm like, I would be perfect for this. I'm going to put it out there. But in general, I am pitching like three to six a week mm. and I will look for ones in that range. I make sure that they, if I if i have not listened to it much, you know, I'll listen to an episode to make sure I like agree with, <laughs> with their platform, um, go on their website. I make sure that they do take guests, you know, that there's a lot of podcasts where it's just solo. That's great, but they're, why waste my time? Yeah. I make sure that they take guests. Um, I then go to, and make sure they're current. Cause you'll get a lot of them. It's like, Oh, they stopped recording last year or something like that. So make sure they're current, make sure it's like in that range of, I have a shot at being on, make sure it's what my ideal client would listen to make sure that they take guests. And then I, I pitch them and I've got a standard pitch template that says, you know, like here's topics I can talk on. But the first part is, Hey, how did I find them? What was What did I like about their show? And so I will say that, you know, is it I've been a listener for years or is it I just found it? I listened to this episode and I loved it. I really like your stance on XYZ. So I put something personal in there because there's some reason I'm I like it. There's some reason I want to be on it, yeah. you know, attached to it. Um, and then I will send that out. And if I don't hear from them, I'll send a follow up email about two to three weeks later to say, hey, stuff gets lost. I'm wondering if you have any thoughts on that. Um, and that alone has gotten me on a ton of podcasts that has been huge. There is also a community on Facebook that is, God, I'm going to mess it up. It's like podcast collaboration or something. There's like 15,000 members. Right. It's paid and unpaid. I do not do paid, but it's often people posting on there. I've got this show about XYZ. I'm looking for guests. Okay. So that's a much more, you know, my other way is much more proactive. So I do both. Yeah. I am always hunting for a podcast. What would I be great on? What's related to this that maybe if I was already on one and it went over really well? What's a related podcast? But then the more passive of, hey, I'm in this group. And if it is in my feed and I'd be great for it, then I submit. So I've gotten them both ways, honestly. Usually it's the smaller ones that are looking for guests, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it just gets you more comfortable. And then it gives you that arsenal of, You're going for this bigger podcast. Hey, here's three podcasts I was on recently. If you want to give a listen, you know I'm an experienced guest. Yeah, they appreciate that too. And and
0: have you found that it's you've had clients obviously come to you having heard you heard of you on
1: podcasts? Yeah, they've been yes, and it's it's similar to the idea of the life coaching of Mm -hmm. you're hearing my story from me, you're not just reading it. It's much more personal. You see how I think, how I talk, how I react to questions. It's putting stuff out there that I might not even think to put on my website or in a post questions that I get. And you never know what's going to resonate with someone, Mm -hmm. you know, just how you, how you sound when you talk. Coaching is so personal. It is. So it's not just like ordering a meal plan, right? It's, it's, you're going to be working and opening up with this person. So if you hear someone that you think is always oh, like listening to a friend, oh my God, mm. listening to a friend versus like going online and finding websites. So they hear me and then they go on my website and that backs everything up instead of the other, okay, I need my website to sell me. The website I see is more of a, that's backing up all the stuff I'm saying. Here's where you can find information, but you've gotten to the heart of, of who I am, of what I believe, how I talk, I curse. (laughs) So it's like, you know, I, and I don't hold back on that, you know, I'm not like crazy about it, but like on my Facebook page, if I let something slip, I'm not trying to be perfect there. I'm trying to be who I am. And if that offends you, then we might not work together anyway. And that's okay. But if you're like, Oh, I like that style. That doesn't bother me. Or that's me too. It just adds to that personal experience of it.
0: Yeah. I love how much you really know your target market and it has enabled you to be like totally your authentic self and the success that is coming from that, like in terms of, Firstly, how easy your marketing is now. And secondly, yeah, it bringing new clients. I just think that is kind of testament to everything we t- talk about at Wellpreneur in terms of, yeah, really knowing your target market and it then feeling a lot a lot easier. So yeah, Samantha, it's been brilliant to hear your story and your journey. Thank you so much for joining us. And yeah, I really hope that you can come back and join us again sometime um, to tell us more about the, the the journey that you're on. It would be great. Mm-hmm.
1: I would love to. And I, I just want to say it's taken years yeah. and it's really frustrating. And for all those listening that you're new or you think you nailed it and you're switching, it's one of the most frustrating things. And I just want to say it is worth the effort that you're putting into figuring it out. It is not wasted effort. <laughs> it is it is worth it. And just trial near it it's okay if you get it wrong. It's okay if you think this isn't it. And oh my God, I'm switching again the people that are your people are not even going to notice it because they're with you because you're you. So like take pressure off. I put a lot of pressure on myself and it was finally kind of letting go of that, that made it kind of click for me.
0: Brilliant. Well, that is a brilliant note to end on. And thank you. I think they're very, very wise words. So thanks so much for joining us this week on the Wellpreneur podcast, and we'll see you next time.